You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. I haven't been here for a couple of weeks. I hope that you didn't miss me too much. I took a couple of Sundays off. Uh, One of them was around Thanksgiving here in the U.S. and had some time with my family, which was really quite joyful. And it's good to be back on the air with you. I am Eileen, the Heart Healer, and... Most of the time, we're here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time sharing some spiritual wisdom, a little bit about Ho'oponopono, a little bit about conscious heart connection, and then we open up the line for live readings on air. Um, And so you are welcome to dial in to the number um, here, which is, let's see, 619-924-9726. Press 1 on your phone, and that will bring you into the queue with your hand raised, letting me know that you would like a reading for this evening. All right, so tonight we're going to talk about what does it mean to experience a rebirth. I'm always amused um, how topics of conversation kind of show up for me uh, to share with you, to open up a conversation And hopefully, um, these conversations are helpful to you in some way. So I live in South Florida, and we are um, in our winter season now, and that actually is our growing season for many of the the farms in, um, in, in Florida and South Florida primarily. And one of the plants that I love the most are orchids. I I do, I like any kind of orchid, but the ones that I tend to have the most of are the Thalionopsis ones that have these really lush, thick, beautiful green leaves. And you can have any range of color of flowers. 
everything from one of my little mini uh, Thalianopsis orchids is blooming right now with fuchsia and white in this amazing pattern, tiny, tiny little flower. And um, I have three other ones that are getting ready to bloom, which, which is what brought the concept of rebirth up for me because I am in awe always of when a bloom shoot is, is starting to grow. And sometimes it grows from the base of the plant and sometimes it grows from an old uh, a bloom shoot that have, has already completed its blooming and lost bloom time. But a new shoot finds its way out of that stem. It, it is amazing to me. And so the whole concept of rebirthing, you know, there is, there is a process, a technique called rebirthing that involves breath work. And I find that the concept of rebirth can be simplified and made into a day-to-day process of beginning each day as a new moment, a new opportunity for a beginning, right? Because that really is what being in the human realm is all about. We are here, based on my beliefs, right? We're here in order to remember through the human experience how to have a loving relationship with ourselves first. Because who we're being in this relationship with ourselves is what shows up in our relationships because we attract who we're being. And people come into our lives, experiences occur seemingly innocent, not really understanding how they occur. But I trust and know that everything really does occur in perfect and divine order, even if we don't understand the all of it, which most of the time we don't. And that's really okay. Because if you can remember that at the core of any experience, the opportunity for remembering how to be loving with yourself is what's really being offered makes everything good, even if it doesn't feel good, if that makes sense to you, right? So a rebirth, you know, when people talk about having a gratitude practice, that's basically what one creates by being in gratitude, being in the present moment mindful of everything that's going on to the greatest extent that we can, being grateful for it all, even if it doesn't feel good. Because trusting and knowing that it's showing up for a reason. And you can ask the question, what's my most loving choice with whatever comes up? And the more we choose whatever that most loving choice is, the easier our lives are. You know how children look at things almost, you know, in the innocence of never having experienced that thing before. It's all new. So they come into it with very innocent eyes, innocent mind, innocent presence. 
It's why having a child's mind when we enter into our day-to-day moments is the most joyful, the most, the most valuable, because we come into the experience without a prejudgment, without an expectation. We simply are in the experience and participating in it to the greatest extent that we can. Being in the moment in gratitude, I think, fosters that ability to have each moment be like a rebirthing, a new beginning. And don't we really need that? Because we get so stuck in our human journey in the would have, should have, could haves, right? Those judgments about a choice that we made that didn't turn out the way we wanted it to. And the judgment keeps us stuck. It really doesn't feel good at all. But we can, in the moment of awareness, we can choose a different way of being in that experience. Conscious choice, to me, is our superhuman power. Add Ho'oponopono to that, the ancient Hawaiian problem-solving process, which to me is the most powerful cleaning tool on the planet right now. What we get is we get the conscious choice to be in the moment, in, let's say, a child's mind, in innocence, in mindfulness, And if we're stuck in it, if we can't seem to shift, we have Ho'oponopono, which most people know of as the four phrases, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, which is the ancient prayer or the ancient four phrases. In the modern version, self-identity through Ho'oponopono, it is not a facilitated process like it was in the ancient times with the ancient Hawaiians. Rather, now it is all within, no facilitation necessary, we just consciously choose to initiate the cleaning because the cleaning is done by divine creator, God, divine intelligence, by whatever name you call, that part of you that is your source. And that's a personal relationship. And so is Ho'oponopono. It's having a conversation with your creator, with your your inner child, shall we say, that is in charge of the memories replaying from your subconscious mind that is the place where these memories replay from, which is how we are experiencing things. We're either experiencing our memories replaying either as a problem or an inspiration. But the simplest answer If something doesn't feel good, just say, whatever this is, I love you, I love you, I love you, or thank you, thank you, thank you. You don't need to know the all of it, but most people like to understand a process that they're using, but trust me, you don't need to know it or understand it in order for it to work for you. I recently had um, a new person join the Heart Healers Ho'oponopono Community Facebook group. And in sharing our membership questions, I I love to know what's your experience with Ho'oponopono up to now. And she shared that she had been um, searching on YouTube and she came across a Ho'oponopono video. And she was 
feeling not so joyful, um, stressed, unhappy, whatever it was. And she started listening to this video and to the words of the ancient four phrases, and she started feeling better. And so she's continuing to do it. And that's how simple it is. It's not difficult at all. And so a rebirthing, we are coming into, as we are in this month of December, the last month of 2022, our last days in the energy of this year. I don't know about you, but I'm grateful for a new year. We'll see what what the new year brings. But whether it is a new year, a new month, a new day, a new breath, it can be experienced as a rebirthing. We can choose consciously to simply begin anew. And it's as simple as that. And so if you're finding that you're really stuck in some old patterns, Try doing the Ho'oponopono a little bit and see if it helps you. But if you find that you need a little bit more support, please reach out to me. If you've never done a complimentary heart healer session before, you're welcome to schedule with me. Now is a wonderful time to spend 30 minutes with me on any subject matter that you would like some support with and take that information with you as my gift from my heart to yours. And also we have uh, the last new moon of 2022, which is coming up next week. But this Friday, um, this is December 16th, is our last new moon clearing process for this year. So if you've never registered before, the link to register is in the description of the show. Or you are welcome to go to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com. And there's a link there for the new moon clearing process. And all you have to do is register one time. You'll get a reminder email the morning of um, the day that we do the new moon clearing, which is at noon Eastern time on the 16th this month. And then um, you'll receive, um, if you register, you will receive um, an email with a link to the replay. And you can replay that clearing process as many times as it pleases you or you feel guided to until the day of the new moon at midnight. And that's when access is, um, is locked out. So, I love doing this clearing process with everyone. I listen to it myself sometimes afterwards between then and the new moon. And it will help clear out your energy field so that you can, on the day of the new moon, declare your intentions for the next lunar cycle. And you can do it very consciously and very powerfully. And part of what we go over during the new moon clearing process is how to um, language an affirmation or intention statement, as well as how to language a cleaning statement, a Ho'oponopono cleaning statement, so that you can clear out whatever it is that may be limiting you from manifesting that which you are intending to manifest. And that, my friends, is my sharing for this evening. So 
may you find as you're moving through the next few weeks preparing for the new year, this beginning of a new cycle, right? We're, we're going to be having the, the winter solstice on the 21st as well. Lots of new beginnings, solstice, new moon, new year. What do you want to manifest? What would bring your heart to, to joy? Be conscious, be thoughtful, and clearly language and state it because I wish for you all that your heart desires and will hold a space for you and with you. All right, let's go ahead and start with our readings for tonight. Um, we are going to start with a friend from New York, Vince. Vince, we haven't spoken to in a little while. So let me bring Vince into the studio. Hopefully my computer will treat me well. All right, Hello. Vince, I think you're here with me. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. How are you? Um, well, Vince, good to hear your voice. Nice of you to give us a call <laughs> this evening. How can we support you? What's going on with you? Well, um, over the last uh, almost two years now, I've been bouncing from job to job since I lost my last job. And, um, you know, because I've left one job after another because I've either been dismissed wrongfully from another one job or a job that I liked just didn't pay pay enough where they did pay and there wasn't enough hours. So I just started a job. This is my okay. tomorrow will be my third week. Um, it's something that I am familiar with doing, but at the same time, it's not um, mm-hmm. because all my all my life I've worked in the manufacturing industry, um, mm-hmm. working with brewery and Pepsi and Coconut. So this is a manufacturing industry, but it deals mm-hmm. with um, medicine. They manufacture medicine. So I'm just wondering um, if you see me things going really well at this job for me, and this, if this is going to be the last job I have um, okay. before I decide to retire. Okay. How lovely that you have that option. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's just kind of be in this. Just breathe into your heart for me, Vince, and you know that that helps me to connect in with you a little bit better. And we're just going to ask okay. the Lords and Masters of the Akashic Realm for any information that we can offer you that speaks about this um, recent job that you started um, and see about its longevity. So I don't know if it's your angst or that's what I'm picking up on. I feel a little bit of angst about this and, and it's, it's not angst, meaning I'm fearful for you. It's just I'm picking up on that in my heart center. And and so I want to ask you, do you find that you're feeling a little bit of angst being in this job? Um, is it less than comfortable for you? Because uh, let's be clear if that's your angst or mine that, that I'm right. connecting with here. Right now, yes, because... Um, I'm going through six weeks of training, and the training, there's a lot of, like, um, classroom stuff, a lot of book stuff, a lot of paperwork, mm-hmm. which I'm not accustomed to. It's like going back to school. But right. 
once my six weeks of training is over, um, I'm more of a hands-on person. You throw me on the job, and I can learn by watching. I can learn by um, others telling me what Mm -hmm. needs to be done and how to do it properly. That's the way I am. So all of this, um, because they've, they've gone to the point that they even give everybody their own personal computer, their laptop computer, mm-hmm. because everything has to be done on computer. So I'm not accustomed to doing everything like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's in a lot of ways it's different. and I, But I do understand that this training is for a reason, specific reason because everything that we do has to be documented because all our documents, yeah, yeah all our yeah. documents are under the scrutiny of the government. Agreed. Because we Agreed. deal with the medicines, yeah. So this it's, is that part right. is all new to me. Okay, you're right. It is. It is being a nurse. You know, I have an appreciation for for um, the industry, and and I just want to say to you, um, I understand your discomfort. It's very different than than a brewery, but. But I do feel that, as you've, as, you, as you've said already, Vince, that you understand the mechanics of it. Um, you understand all of the principles of it. More likely than not, that's why they hired you. And so these additional skills that you are being asked to learn and embrace the learning experience of, I think, serves you. I really do. Um, so do your best to move through the next three weeks of training with a sense of excitement um, over the newness. Isn't it interesting? We're talking about rebirthing tonight. So it's about yeah. embracing the new. Um, you've attracted it. it. It is for you. And now it's a matter of embracing the, the learning opportunity and, and um, enjoying having this new skill, right? This new yeah. skill. It, it, it is a very specific industry that requires um, um, very specific technical parameters for everything. It requ- you're right. It requires documentation up the, up the wazoo. And, um, and so all that you're learning will assist you in being able to be more efficient and effective in the job that you're doing. Um, I, I definitely see that this is a big opportunity for you for longevity. Um, but no, Vince, you're the one that decides. You're right. the one that decides. So right. I mean, they even have to. We have to gown up, kind of like um, the doctors do uh-huh. prior to performing surgery. But there's a spe- special method to it because we have to put on like two different pairs of gloves. Then we and mm-hmm. spray our hands constantly, and and then when we put on our gown, we have to put on the mask. We have to put on the the hood part of the gown, and mm-hmm. then we have to we have to put on put on the full gowning suit with the zipper. But none of this stuff, the outside of the gowns, cannot be touched by our bare hands, and none of this none of this stuff none of, when we suit up none of this stuff can touch the floor, and it's really the hardest part is putting the entire full suit gowning the body part the, the body suit part because it's you can't even have the legs 
Yeah, it's you can't even have the legs touching the floor. The, yeah, yeah, the more you do it, the easier it will be. It protects you as well as protects the product, right? Exactly. Because you're dealing with pharmaceuticals, and you don't want those pharmaceuticals in your system. So right. the fact that you are gowned, masked, hooded, gloved, etc., that's actually a good thing for you. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. It's not just to create as clean an environment for the manufacturer of the product that you're making, but it's also to protect you because these are pharmaceuticals. Right. Right. You know, and so you will become more adept at it. Just keep practicing it because the more you practice it, the easier it becomes to do anything that you can learn by rote. And this is just something that you, you're going to learn by rote. Everything is actually. Okay. You know, yeah. I don't see that as a problem, but, and, and definitely understand that that is also protecting you. Right. Right. Okay. okay. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome, Vince. I'm grateful to hear from you. If I don't speak to you again, I wish you a merry, merry Christmas and a happy new year. And when we get, get to that point, I I hope that this is, that this is a good time for you. It's been a real challenging couple of years. So I hope that you're moving into a more joyful time, sweet man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. right, Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Honey blessings. All right. We're so grateful for our callers that keep in touch with us and let us know how they're doing. Um, okay, so we're going to go to our next caller who is calling from area code 914. Let me bring you into the studio. There you go. Hi there. Would you share with me your first name and where you're calling from? Hi, yes, it's Catherine from New York. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Catherine. <laughs> oh, Catherine, we've got oh, some Catherine, feedback got going some here. Feedback going here. Oh. I'm wondering if I can ask I'm you to call back in again. Oh, okay. Yes, certainly. Thank you, honey. Okay. I appreciate it. Sure. No All right. And our caller from 845, hold on one second. Um, we're going to wait for Catherine to call back in. Um, so that we don't have all of that echoing going on. And and then we will be happy to speak with you. So give us just a moment. Give her a chance to call back in. <clears throat> I don't know about you. I don't know how cold it is where you are. It's just so beautiful here in Florida. I cannot begin to tell you. It's been in the 60s at night and going up into the 70s during the day, low 80s. And I think we're supposed to have a real cold snap over the weekend. All right, here here she is. Oh, Catherine, how's that? Is that better, I hope? I think so, yes. Is that okay, better for yeah. you? I don't, I don't hear the... Um, I don't hear the feedback anymore. All right, hold on a second. And Catherine, remind me where you're calling from. I'm in New York. Wonderful. Okay. Well, Merry December. How can I be of service yes. to you, dear lady? How, how are your projects coming along? Um, getting there, I think. Getting there. I have um, one in the works and 
I'm trying to pin down which one um, I'm going to get started in the new year. I'm still in the process of weighing that out. Okay. Um, yes. How can I, I you? Um, Yes, I was wondering if if um, maybe you see. Um, I can maybe give you an initial of one or two of them, and if you pick up on which might be the best one for me, sure, please okay. to work on. Mhm. Th- thank you, thank you so much. Um, I have one that starts with a D, mhm, and another that starts with an A. Okay, so it's D is in David, A is in Apple. Yes, correct. Okay. Okay, so yeah, the, the D project two. really is drawing its attention to me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I want to say that the A is not not one that is not worth your attention, but D is the one that's really um, grabbing my attention. There, There is something about this project that um, I want to say for the energy of 23, 2023, 23 is a five and it's not all of 23 i don't know why i'm being asked to look at this for you but i'm going to look at it um so a five and they're not saying to look at the whole year of 2023 but 23 of a five um the number five is all about change and it's raw change um it's it's the kind of change when hmm when you see this kind of change, it means that the energy of a situation, the place or an address or the year is all about change. So I don't know if this project has an element of change in it. And if it does or if it creates change for other people or something about it is of that energy, this is significant for you to take a look at and be aware of. Does that make sense to you so far? Um, yes, yes. Yes, I can okay. see where you're saying that. Yes. Okay. And and so um, I also want to say that the word expansive keeps coming to me as I connect with this with this project, this, the energy of it anyway. And and so when I ask what does that mean for you, it means that it has the potential of expansive success on many different levels, including financially. And and so the timing of it, I want to say that a project, if you can, if if it's appropriate, starting somewhere in the second quarter of 2023 if you still feel drawn to do it, would be more um, more anchoring for its time. But coming into the beginning of the year, this Project D, this is a good time for it. Wow. wow. Okay. Makes sense? Yes, yes. Oh, I, I have my work cut out for me now. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Okay, you know, I would do it with with a sense of excitement because um, there is something about it that that creates change. And so you also may need to change some things within you in order to be in the experience of it. And it's all good. Just be open to that concept 
and the dynamic or process of change. You know, for some people, change can be very um, daunting. It can be nerve-wracking, anxiety-producing, stressful, and other people love it like the air that they breathe, right? I'm not one that loves change, and yet every session that I do with someone is different, and so that can be representative of constant change, right? But the things that are part of my day-to-day, I like everything to stay, you know, stable, calm, peaceful, Mm -hmm. without a whole lot of change, you know. So I don't know what your relationship to change is, Catherine. Is it comfortable for you, or does it create a lot of anxiety? Yeah, a little bit of anxiety. I, I, um, Yeah, I kind of go into things slow but then if I if I like it like I I throw myself into it but yeah at first I'm I try to size things up and yeah I like my routine too but yeah okay yeah I can yeah one and, thing that yeah, you might for, consider doing to help with that unsettled feeling or anxiety that you might experience with the new right with things that are changing you can do the ho'oponopono Right. Whenever you're uh, feeling the emotion of something that doesn't feel good to you, you can initiate the cleaning of that. If if you already know that coming into um, this this D project, if in fact you decide to do it, um, is bringing up a little bit of angst for you. You know, just just think of it as the angst is an emotion that's giving you information. It's telling you where you are in the experience so that you get to choose how you're being in the experience, right? So if you already know that it's bringing that up for you, then you can keep cleaning on it so that you're more and more comfortable in the process until it kicks in for you that you're excited about it. Right. Right, right. It, and the um, idea that pretty... that your language was, how did you put it? My, I've got my work cut out for me, right? Yeah. That, <laughs> that feels very overwhelming to me in a way, you know. So you might uh-huh. want to you might want to be conscious of the language you're using about yeah, this project, yeah. right? If you're going to choose to do it, then let your language be one that it's exciting to be in this project. And all that language that basically is the way you would like to be in it, but aren't there yet. You know that expression, you fake it till you make it. You let your language put a message out to the universe that says, I'm so excited about this project. I trust and know it's going to be expansive. It's going to work. It's going to be wonderful. You know, all that good stuff. You, you, want, to, you want to let your language reflect that you're already in the success of it. Oh, I love that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that's what we do in our new moon call. Catherine, right? We talk about how to language intention statements so that they're very supportive. The universe does not understand negative words. So if we're using language that says, well, I don't want to be anxious about this, well, it's going to go right over the don't and give you the want. Right, which is exactly what you don't want, right? So when you language an affirmation, Right. What we go over in, in the new moon call, just to give you an example, would be um, I am so happy and grateful 
that Project D is so successful, that all the pieces, um, all the different parts of it have come together in the most easy and relaxed way with so much clarity and so much joy and excitement. I am so grateful that this, that this project is so successful. Yes. 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 You know, and, and a thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you, indeed. Yes, yes. No, that just gave me a shot of confidence. And it's so funny that that's the one that um, drew you as well, because yesterday um, I had done this project in the past and it didn't go well. Um, okay. Just because of internal things and fighting and things like that and mm-hmm. sabotage and a whole host of things. But anyway, right. I ax- yesterday I ran into someone who was not on that side of things, um, you know, that was a little bit gentler with me. And I just ran into her yesterday, just like out of nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't seen each other in a, a very long time. So mm-hmm. it was almost like a sign like, yeah, like, now it's time to do it again. And, you know, like, when you say change, too, with a, a, a different team, you know, different people on board and everything. So, yeah. Correct. Now I can. Correct. Yes. And yes. I trust and know that you can do this. Thank I do. you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Just see it as complete. You know, I know that you're a very visual person, so just see it as complete and enjoy the living daylights out of it, okay? Yes, yes, I will, I will. All right, Miss Catherine, stay safe up there in New York and stay warm, all right? Thank you, thank you, you too. And if I don't speak to you before then, happy, happy holidays. Thank you, you do the same, Catherine, and a blessed New Year. Grateful for Thank all the time you, you that you've too. spent calling us during this past year. So grateful. I'm you have grateful a- to you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, honey. Thank have a wonderful rest of your evening. All righty? You too. God bless Thank you. you. Thank you. All right, honey. You're Thank welcome. You. All right. I don't know, Catherine. I hope you can feel me smiling. I am. So sweet to talk with you. All right. So we are going to go to our next caller who's calling from area code 845. Welcome to the show. Would you share with us your first name and where you're calling from, please? Hi, my name is Maria. I call it from New York. Well, we've got a New York, uh, a New York group tonight for sure. Maria, how are you this evening? All right. How are you? We've got it in over here. The first time, the first time we got a signal. I wanted to ask, where do you see this time of the year to make the holidays, uh, whatever you say, please. Okay, so you know I have sometimes a challenge understanding you with that beautiful accent of yours. So you, I understood you asked for um, something about the holidays. Uh, yes, try and what do you say Say it one more time, but slowly, okay? Right. But you see, I mean, do holiday or everything holiday. Just in general, how do I see your holidays right, 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 being? Right, 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 right. Oh, okay. Okay. 
So, so let's just see what comes through, Maria, for you for the next few weeks and over the holidays and into the new year. I, I want to say that um, please be very conscious of how you are taking care of your health. Um, I want to say that there's, there's some nasty flus, respiratory stuff going around that's not COVID-related. And, and I want to say that whatever you can do to support your immune system over the next, I want to say, three to five weeks, three weeks in particular, so that's really going into the, the rest of December and into the new year, that, that you really need to be very conscious of how you're taking care of your health. And I think if you do, it will be a very wonderful, um, a wonderful holiday season for you. But, but there's, something, there's something here that, that I feel like I really need to emphasize. You need to be conscious about how you're treating your body, the foods that you're eating, and, and being conscious about your health. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. I'm, yes, I don't I like to be for, I don't like to be forceful, you know. I don't like to be assertive, but I'm being very assertive. I want you to really hear me. I'm not understanding you, Maria. Try again. Oh, so if I'm understanding you correctly, are you asking what I'm recommending that you do in order to pay attention to your health? Yeah. Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. Okay. So... So when we when we look at creating um, a strong immune system and a healthy body, right? Um, the foods that we eat are important. Um, I would not go crazy with the sweets over the next few weeks, and I wouldn't eat a lot of red meat if I were you. Um, I would invite you to eat more fish, more. Um, pardon. I eat the fish. Good. I would keep doing that. Um, and and not a lot of starch. A little bit is okay, but not too much. And eat foods that are uh, green, that can help bring your body um, more alkaline than acidic. So foods like citrus except for lemons and limes. They can make the body very acidic. Sweet foods can make the body yeah. acidic. Um, red meat, you know, can, can do the same thing. Um, so sodas and things that are sweet, that, that are artificial in flavoring, are, are not your friends, yeah. right? So I would eat eat as, uh, as much fresh food as you can instead of processed foods. Um, I cook a fish. I eat good. fish. Good, good. Not a lot of butter. Do you do a lot of no, butter? No, I use no butter. <laughs> good, don't, don't. <laughs> Dairy is not your friend. But uh, so, I enjoy eating the sweet. 
the sweet ego Chris. Okay, I'm not I understanding. Say that no. again. I say I love eat the cookies. Cookies. Oh, the cookies. Yes. Well, try to right. eat just a, a small amount. Don't eat a lot of them because there's sugar and everything else. You know, um, even even the fruit. You want to eat balance with the with the fruit and the vegetables and salad and all that stuff. Um, just be very conscious, right? Tomatoes, yes. very acidic, so you want to balance them out with other foods that are not acidic. And I, I imagine you are a very good cook, but be conscious of how you're cooking. You know, you're in cold weather, so there are a lot of wonderful soups and stews that you can prepare yeah, that are, you know, that are very yeah. healthy, high in protein, easy to digest but um, really support the body in a healthy way. Okay? Yes, you're right. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Maria. Please take good care of you, and merry, merry for Christmas and the new year if I do not speak to you again this month. Okay? Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome, honey. You're welcome. Blessings. All right. So grateful for everyone calling in this evening. It's it's a very challenging time. You know, I have two membership communities, one that we talk about essential oils and how to utilize them to promote health and well-being. And the other is a focus on Ho'oponopono and conscious heart connection. And I taught a class this past week, and it was all about wonderful ways to support our immune system with essential oils and what to do when things go out of balance, right? So if you would like information about that, just reach out to me uh, through my website and I will be happy to put together a class for people outside my membership community and offer that information to you. It's It's something that I love to do. I've worked with essential oils for over 20 years and they're such an integral part of my day-to-day life. I can't even imagine not having them with me. And there are so many wonderful oils that support the immune system. One in particular is a blend called Thieves, T-H-I-E-V-E-S. And this is a Young Living essential oil product. And it is so wonderful for boosting the immune system. Right now, I have that on my diffuser in the room that I'm in, that I'm talking to you from. It actually goes on the diffuser every day. And what a wonderful way to create in when you're indoors more than not during the winter months, a wonderful aroma of cinnamon and clove and lemon and rosemary all mixed up together. It's a very spicy, yummy smell. And sometimes I add to that a blend called Christmas Spirit or Evergreen Essence because I love the smells of the forest. And they blend together very nicely. If this is something that interests you, please reach out to me. Um, I am happy to share um, anything that I know about essential oils. I'm always happy to share with people. So don't, don't hesitate to reach out to me through my website. I, I would love to hear from you. 
right? And and some of the things that I know um, uh, was very significant around the time that COVID started, there there are a whole list of nutritional supplements and homeopathic remedies that and vitamins that you can take that will help boost your immune system on a regular basis. I know that that was part of what I added to my nutrition regimen in the beginning of COVID, because that's really what I focus on. I focus on um, boosting my immune system all the time. It's not just because of COVID. It's just a normal way of how I am being. And having anything in your house that's toxic, slowly getting rid of the things that are toxic and replacing them with non-toxic products like your cleaning supplies, your makeup, your hand soaps, your shampoos and conditioners, your creams and lotions for both men and women. These all have some of the most disgusting and nasty and toxic chemicals in them that help to preserve them. It helps to enhance their shelf life. These products, these chemicals help to foam, you know, there's a lot of different things that chemicals do in toxic products that you don't need in there. There are products that don't have them in there or that use natural products to create these types of responses in a, in a product like longer shelf life, et cetera. And, and it's not um, adding a toxin load to your body that stresses your immune system. You know, the other thing that's really helpful is to pay attention to when you're stressed, right? If you're stressed, that's going to um, pump chemicals into your body, hormones, stress hormones that adversely affect your immune system. So whatever you can do to manage your stress, whether it's Ho'oponopono, whether it's prayer time, um, you're, you're reading in your Bible or whatever type of, um, um, I don't know, uh, whether it's religiously dogmatic or spiritual, whatever it is that are things that you find to be uplifting that you read um, or listening to beautiful music on, on the computer or on your phone from an app, anything that promotes joy elevates your overall energy frequency and supports your body to be healthier than if you're watching the news 24 seven um, and you are attaching to all of that negativity or even having people around you that are very negative. We, we are very sensitive to these things. So you get to consciously choose what's in your environment. If it feels good to you, it probably is good for you, right? So it's a good rule of thumb. If it doesn't feel good physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, stop doing it. Take it out of your environment. Stay away from those people as much as you can, right? Because the more peace, the more joy, the more love, the healthier we all are. It's not just about diet. It's really about who we're being in the eating of our diet. 
And the other thing that's really important, and I and Maria is still in the in the studio, so I'm I'm glad you're still listening. Um, especially living up north, but hydration, drinking an adequate amount of healthy water, right, is very important. Our bodies are mostly water. And so when we are well hydrated, our bodies function much better than if we're dehydrated. Dehydration also fosters acidity in the body. And disease in our bodies can only live in an acidic environment. The more alkaline, balanced alkaline environment inside our body that we can create in a good way, the healthier our cells are, the less dis-ease that we create in our bodies. You know, it's just a real simple rule of thumb. But if you would like any wisdom, any guidance from that holistic nursing perspective, it is my joy to support you. Schedule time with a session with me. I'm happy to share that with you. All righty then. Okay, so we are at eight minutes to the hour. So let's do our conscious heart connection and we will call it a night. But don't forget, on Friday is the last new moon clearing process for this year. Um, this Friday at noon, if you have not registered yet, by all means, you can register for this monthly event with the link in the show description, or you can go to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com, and there is a link there that you can register, and all you have to do is register the one time, and you will get an email reminder and all of that good stuff. All right, well, we have one more caller that just popped in. So we're going to, I'm not in a hurry today. So give me just one second to the person who just popped in. Hold on one second. I will be right with you. <clears throat> okay, so we're going to be speaking to our caller uh, from area code 718. Can you share with us your first name and where you're calling from? Ryan Ford, Staten Island, New Hi, York. Hi, Ryan. I know where you live, Ryan. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Ryan, how are you? Good, good. What's doing with you, sweetie? How can I be of service? So, I know the New Year's not here yet, but a lot of what's going on in change of changes for me in general, like between now and next month. Okay, let me just see what I can bring in for you, Ryan. Go ahead and breathe sure. into your heart center for me. Just relax. Just focus your breath on your heart center. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to ask whatever information I can bring in for you, Ryan, that will help guide you over the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, and I, you know, it's interesting, before you came on, um, our last caller asked a similar question. And, and, I want, and you're both in the New York area. And I want to say that um, be very careful with your health and, and your immune system over the next several weeks. There's, there is something going around that I keep wanting to let people know. 
please be very conscious about how you treat your body, the food you eat, the water you drink. If you want to listen to the replay of the show, Ryan, right before you called in, like, um, you know, before 10 of 8 o'clock um, or 50 minutes into the show, uh, because I went over all of this. Um, and I want to say that um, I think you're very physically conscious. Do you work out? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I know that you're very you're very conscious of your body, and, and please continue to do that. Be conscious of the people that you are putting yourself in front of. Um, if people are sick, stay away from them. You know, I know. because I'm there's a to... pardon. Yeah, I'm talking about regarding to housing and anything else in general. I, I get that, but this is what I'm feeling guided to say first. So bear with me a minute. Um, because you can't enjoy housing and everything else if you're not healthy. So this is a real focus that I'm going to invite you to make some conscious choices about that support you. As, okay. as far as your housing, you've shared that challenge in the past. So um, I'm just going to ask if there's any new information about you finding that ideal housing that you're looking for over the next few weeks. Ryan, I don't. I, I, you know, I, I'm not seeing anything much before March. That can change, but it feels like nothing in the immediate future is going to change as far as your housing situation is concerned. And I don't know the why of it. It's just not the right time, I imagine, because if it was, then things would change. At least that's and, my belief. And one last thing. Um, Relationship-wise? Uh, partnership or friendship? A little bit of both. Partnership. Or... Okay. So I want to say that Christmas, you're not going to be alone. At least that's what it feels like to me. Um, and that's important, I know, for most people. Um, and friendships? are something that you need to be careful about, Ryan, because I have a feeling people take advantage of you, and I want to say, so be careful, be conscious, but I see new people coming in. I don't know if you're going to get connected with a new group or what it is, but please be careful. Be very self-protecting, you know, um, Oh, no. give, people, give people space to prove themselves before you become 100% trusting um, because I think that you can be. I think you've got a, a really big heart, and unfortunately, I think people take advantage of that, Ryan. Yeah, that's why I have a guard up. <laughs> Well, and that's a good thing, and that's a good thing. Um, but I think that there will be new people coming in, um, you know, towards the beginning of the maybe the week of Christmas into the new year. Uh, okay. So, and I and I trust and know you're not going to be alone this year, and that's a good thing. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Bye, Ryan. Merry Christmas, honey. Have a good holiday. Bye. Bye. All right. All right. Well, I see somebody else just popped in, and I'm feeling generous tonight. So give me just a moment, and I will bring you into the studio. Hold on one second. 
Okay, so we are going to speak with our caller from area code 216. Will you share with us your first name and where you're calling from, please? My name is Patricia. Hi, Eileen. I'm calling Hi, from Patricia. Cleveland, Ohio. You're in Hi. Ohio, right. Welcome, welcome. Yes. Happy holidays. Uh, yes, happy holidays to you. Oh, honey, what's I, going on? How can I support you? Yes, um, thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. I've experienced some situations. Basically, should I, going to a public library, long story short, um, <laughs> I've been treated like either a homeless person or something. I'm being, being harassed. It happened last year with the security guard and um and then what a couple of weeks ago, the same branch, I basically go and pick up Wi Fi hotspot devices or use the PC. And uh and I'm carrying, you know, two shopping bags where I've you know gone to the store. Mhm. Uh, but anyway, uh the security guard <laughs> I'm sitting down at the PC minding my own business in both situations. Mhm. And and just starts uh uh, just starts, you know, being, you know, really rude and nasty. And then he bends over and says, I'm talking nice to you. And then I said, I am not a homeless person. I, And I meant to say it loud enough. Then uh, a couple of these you know, employees are just standing there. And it's like <laughs> that he, you know, went on about his way because, you know, he had no business doing that couple of weeks hmm. ago, about three weeks ago, I go to the mm-hmm. same branch, you know, to pick up my device. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, and I want to make sure that it works. So I'm powering it up. This little, same little male worker, he was sitting in the back, comes all the way to the front where I'm at and stands across and looks. I've mm-hmm. seen the other staff people, the two or three females, all, you know, looking around at me, and I'm going, what the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. I'm powering up the device. I don't like it. My questions are, I want to kind of contact the supervisor and, and do an email, but I'm just wondering, should I take it even further? <laughs> what to, what, you know, put in a complaint to ACLU or... And, I mean, I don't have, you know, money to start with a lawyer. But, I mean, this has happened This has happened to me in different situations, being treated like a suspect for years. Mm-hmm. But I've just had enough. Now, whether okay. I was a homeless person or not, I mean, that's not a crime. But, and I know here in the U.S., you know, they like to criminalize, you know, homeless people. I get that. And wherever I have my bags, that's my personal property. Right. So you're not going to dictate to me what I should have and put it somewhere else. Because right. I'm, you know, I'm having watch on it and plus it has my wallet mm. in there. Uh, but you yeah, know, this little clown. Yeah. So you will know, I get it, any help? What should I yeah, do? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I'd like to to approach this from a different perspective, if I may. Yeah. And sure. You know, when when we repeatedly attract similar situations, 
it's not so much the situation that I like to take a look at, but rather what it brings up for me, meaning if I'm doing that, right? If that's happening to me, then I want to pick up what's, what's hap- why is it happening to me? What is it bringing up for me, right? And because that's the only part of it that you can really address, what it's bringing up for you. You, you always have the, the privilege and the right to file a formal complaint. Um, I want to say to you in this situation, I don't think it's going to change a thing. So right. if you feel that it's worth your time, effort, and energy, by all means, if this is what you feel inspired to do, do it. But Patricia, don't, don't miss out on this opportunity to clear what it is in you that's coming up that you're having these experiences. Right. And yes, whatever I have the feelings are, whatever, whatever the feelings are, whatever the thoughts are, whatever the beliefs are that are part of it, wouldn't it be nice to just clear that out? Yes. I would love to do that. Right. And you can work on that with the Ho'oponopono, right? You can, you can create a cleaning statement that speaks to what your experience is, what it is that's coming up for you. I know what's coming up for me as I'm listening to you, and I can clean on that, but I'm not you, right? So it, you, know, you, you can choose a cleaning statement similar to something like this, to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for these repeated incidents at the library mm-hmm. on any and all levels that I am to atone for. Not that you are atoning because you've done something wrong. That's just the language that we use when it's something mm-hmm. happening outside of us. So it's on any, and any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you. Or just thank you repeatedly. And then for any of the other thoughts, beliefs, emotions that are coming up for you, you can clean on them as well, right? To whatever memories are in me that are the cause of my feeling unsafe, my feeling judged, my feeling um, whatever is coming up for you. All right. Right. Um, To whatever memories are in me that are the cause for this man's behavior. Mm -hmm. And you can be as general or as specific as you want and just keep adding whatever it is on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And, Mm -hmm. And I would even go a step further. Is it the same branch that you go to? I go to different branches because, you know, I check them out like books. That's what you can do at a city library, which these are hap- this has happened at, uh-huh. and county library. And I had an incident with a branch in the county library. Um, well, again, it was some of the staff of, of part two or three. I'm at the PC, minding my business. Right. And I'm noticing, you know, out the, uh, there was some staff member I caught a glimpse of as as I turned around because I felt someone was watching me. Sure mm-hmm. enough, there was a male doing that. Then there was a female getting up from her station where she was sitting at the, the desk. Mm-hmm. And then 
to pick up some books, and then she happened to make some noise, and she was putting them on the shelf, but still looking in my direction. So, you know, and then there was another. So, right. So I hear you. So there is another another way that Ho'oponopono can be useful, and it's literally cleaning the energy of a building, right? Because mm-hmm. because a building has consciousness in and of itself. Right. Everything we can clean on everything and anything, whether it's a social system, a library system, a specific building, a physical symptom or sensation, an emotion, a thought, a belief. It doesn't matter. You can clean on anything. So you can clean on the building. Right. So to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for any residual energy in this building or these buildings that are the cause for discriminatory behavior, um, unkind behavior, challenge, whatever the behavior is, you have to find the language that suits the situation, right? Um, on any on all levels that I am to atone for, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. And and be in that on a daily basis to keep cleaning it. Keep in mind, Patricia, you are cleaning these memories from you. Mm-hmm. Not from right. them, not from the building. You are asking to have these memories cleaned from your subconscious mind by divine intelligence. And that's it. It's not about them. It's about the memories replaying in your subconscious mind that are creating this experience. And we don't know where those memories come from. You know, that this could be ancestral. It, it could be a black-white thing. It could be a purple-gray thing. It doesn't matter what it is. You can clean on it, though. All right. I will I'll use that avenue. And... and and I would clean on whether it serves your highest good to take it to the next level with a formal complaint before you do it. Okay. You know, I would document it. If you feel like you need to document it, I would document dates and times and places and who were the people involved? What were you doing? What did you have with you so that you have it all in writing for yourself? And then I would ask, does it serve my highest good to entertain filing a formal complaint. All right. Right. And if you feel that it serves your highest good to do it, by all means. Mm -hmm. But I I feel strongly that I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Not right now. Yeah. You know, and and so a more functional tool would be to clean on it as much as you can. All right. I will will do those actions. All All right. right, Thank you, Patricia. Oh, honey, you're very welcome. Please stay warm, and and I hope that you have a merry holiday season. Thank you. You do the same. Thank you, Patricia. Blessings. Blessings. All right. We are after the top of the hour, so let us take a few minutes and just connect with our hearts, shall we? We could use a bit more love in the world, don't you think? And the beauty of it is that if we breathe into and out of our own hearts, we create 
these amazing waves of love that just flow from us as gifts to everything and everyone in its path. And there are no boundaries to love, none. There are no walls that keep it out. There are no boundaries. So let's imagine as we breathe into our heart centers and out of it, we just kind of focus our breath breathing into and out of our heart centers or the middle of our chest. And as we do that, imagine the color of love, whatever that feels like it is to you today. And just as you imagine the color of love, let's make it a love light, kind of like a flowing light of love. And see it emanating from you in all directions kind of like beams coming from a star, right? Beams of light. And they keep flowing from all around you. Some of it goes down to the earth as a wonderful gift to our blessed Mother Earth and all who dwell within her and upon her with all of us and above her. And some of that goes way out into our atmosphere and keeps flowing into the universe. The gift of love to everything in its path. For how can it possibly be that we are alone in this universe when it is so expansive? So a gift of love to everyone and everything. And what we know is what we send out comes back to us multiplied, which is why it's so valuable to be conscious of the words we use, our actions, our thoughts, and our emotions. Well, you just gifted all that love, so guess what happens? All that love and more is flowing back to you. So just see all of that love coming back to you, more brilliant, more wonderful, and breathe it in. And just let it fill you up from head to toe so that you are filled and surrounded by that divine light of love. And take one more nice, deep breath. And if you're feeling stressed over the next few weeks, just breathe into and out of your heart center. It will help you to connect with that vibration, that energy of love, and it will lighten how you feel. It will raise your vibration and help your overall health and well-being as well as your frame of mind in that moment. Lovely. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining live tonight. And if you're listening to the replay, thank you so much. Go ahead and follow the show so that you'll get notified when we have our next show, which hopefully will be next Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Until then, I am Eileen, the heart healer. I am surrounding you with love, 
and wishing you a wonderful, wonderful Sunday evening and beyond. Blessings and good night, everybody. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, Your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.